ASU men's basketball is off to a three and one start with a huge opportunity today against the number 20 Michigan Wolverines to truly assert themselves as one of college football's better basketball teams. Let's go ahead and talk about it on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you crazy people, what's going on? My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I am your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels on the Locked On Sun Levels podcast. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. Remember to check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in a visual platform. Of course, wherever you are getting them, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you can update whenever we post new content to stay in touch with that content. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. You can find me at richbrads 36 and you can find the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's talk some basketball because the Arizona State Sun Devils are very quietly 3-1 and one on the year after winning last night's game against VCU in the Legends Classic and an opportunity today against the number 20 Michigan Wolverines to win the Classic and to Legends Classic exclude. Ex- excuse me, goodness gracious, excuse me, and have an opportunity to have their first marquee win of the year, four and one, and get ready for a couple more games before we head into Pac-12 play. Very quietly, a solid start to the year for Arizona State. This isn't a team that's going to be blowing you out of the water, but they've been a lot of fun to watch so far, and it's all about the defense with these guys. In this game for Arizona State against VCU, they ultimately take them down 63-59. to VCU held pretty much in check in the second half, getting just 24 points. And Arizona State continues to be suffocating at the, at the three-point line, allowing just 26.1% shooting from deep for the team. VCU also only shot 35.3% as a team. Now... If ASU could just shoot a little bit better on their behalf as well, you could have a very, very good basketball team right now because the way this defense is playing is so smart. Everyone understands their assignment. There's tons of opportunities for blocks too. Arizona State ended up with two blocks on the night. Duke Brennan making himself loud, loudly heard in this game. And Brennan is definitely becoming one of the better role players for the team as well. Warren Washington had the other block for Arizona State and they simply just look ferocious. They forced 16 turnovers as well and had seven steals. The defense legit, guys. There's a lot of really good players that are just doing so many good things for you. Warren Washington, even though he fouled out in this game, was still a very important contributor for the team for the amount of time that he was on the court, which, I, of course, I pressed a button as soon as I pulled it up. For the 22 minutes that he was out there, I would make an argument he was the best player on the court. He, for ASU at least, he truly was just an absolutely massive difference maker for the team. Meanwhile, Frankie Collins was a really good shooter on the night, going four of nine, didn't hit either of his two shots from deep, meaning he went four of seven from everywhere else. And he also was seven of 10 on the line, which he'll take. 
Arizona State still a decent team shooting on the line, 76.2%. Uh, they did put VCU on the line 18 times, and they made 17 of them for 94.4%. But overall, the defense is just a very good unit for Arizona State. They just limit a lot of opportunities. There was a lot of really well-contested balls. Again, a lot of turnovers that are being forced, steals, blocks, plenty. What I've really enjoyed is seeing the shot clock just diminish on opposing teams as Arizona State is really just able to hold everything in check that's in front of them on the court. They're playing very well. They're playing confidently. And more than anything, they're they're playing good assignment basketball right now. Everybody knows where they're supposed to be at any given time. And guys like DJ Horn and Frankie Collins and Devin Cambridge, Devin Cambridge especially, are playing terrific defensive basketball right now. If they could just flip the script and be dominant offensively as well, you could have something terrific here. But looking at what they did do offensively, they shot 36.2% as a team from the field, 23.8% from deep, and again, as I mentioned, 76.2% from the line. Frankie Collins leading the way, 4 of 9. DJ Horn took the most shots, shot the ball 15 times, only made it three times. Nine of those shots were from deep. He made two of them. So he made one shot inside of the three-point line, two outside of it, three of 15. Not great. He's got to be better. DJ Horn, the last couple of games now, has definitely seen a lot of opportunities that he's really enjoyed and just isn't making as many quality shots as you would like to see from him. While he is shooting 40% on the year, I feel like a lot of that really came against the NAU game where he was shooting uh, 63.6%. But other than that, I'm pretty happy. Or this, the 40% hasn't taken into account last night's game. So excuse me on that. So it'll definitely be less than that because against Tarleton, he was shooting 28.6%. And then the Texas Southern game was another bit of a stinker performance for him where he shot three of 12 for 25%. So Horn definitely is taking a lot of shots right now. And in one sense, I like it because I think DJ Horn is the best shooter on this team. I think he's the best offensive player that you have. I want to see him with those opportunities. The only thing that stinks is he's not making them. So when you have that kind of an issue, that's when you need to start reassessing and figuring out what's going on. Is he forcing too many shots or does he need to distribute the ball a little bit more than he is taking it by himself? Frankie Collins has been an absolute master of managing the court, distributing the distributing the basketball and just being an overall great team player while taking good opportunities for himself where he had that first game of the year against uh, Tarleton where he shot the ball 24 times. Since then, he's been a 50% shooter. In uh, his previous two games, last night, he again was shooting just under 50%. He's definitely looking like a very confident player right now, though. And the way he's distributing the ball is incredibly important for the offensive production. Some of these are just shots that didn't fall in. I think ASU is taking a lot of deep opportunities, and you 
you wish that they would maybe play it a little bit better. But at the same time, I feel like some of these three-point opportunities that they're taking haven't been completely unwarranted. This definitely feels like a team that wants to be something more than what it actually is. And that's something we'll go ahead and discuss more in just a moment. But first, we're going to hop into our first break. And I want to talk to you about our good friends over at NewGenics. Now, guys, getting older sucks. I can tell you that even at just 27 years old for me, I feel a lot older and I got myself a dad bod and I just don't feel as good about myself as I used to. And sometimes it just feels like you can't get in shape regardless of the fact. And it's not always your fault. As men, our body naturally loses testosterone, you know, the man hormone. It happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic, energetic and active. Remember when winning felt easy? It's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and get that old swagger back in your step? You want energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging. Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn the clock back, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you feel like the man that you want to be. Nugenics Tonal Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testosterone. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost testosterone levels in men. While every product process, pro, ugh, excuse me, professes quality, many products use generic ingredients that are often far less clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Right now, you can get yourself a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text college to 231231. Text now and get the bottle of Nugenics Thermo their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape fast. Absolutely free. Text college to 231-231. Texting enrolls you in recurring automatic text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates will apply. Text college to 231-231 and get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Text college to 231-231. If you guys have not already, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest sports stories of the day, the games that matters most. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Back into our conversation about ASU men's basketball. They're playing very good right now. And again, Frankie Collins has been one of the biggest catalysts for the Sun Devils' success this year, the way he's distributing the basketball right now. He is so smart as a handler. He's so good defensively, and he's so smart offensively. This is definitely one of the biggest missing pieces that the Sun Devils didn't have last year. They had some good shooters. Marion Jackson was a lot of fun to watch when he was getting in a groove, but it didn't feel like Arizona State had that guy that they felt confident could run the run the court the way that Frankie Collins is. And he's just been a complete 
instant plug-and-play player for you. Warren Washington, again, he fouled out last night, but he was also just this behemoth on the court, and he truly was controlling everything that was in front of him. You felt confident that no matter what was going to end up happening, that he could take over the game defensively and just bite down. But when he went down, Duke Brennan was able to come in, and Duke Brennan looked really, really good. Goes three of four on the line. That one miss, if you guys watch it, is like a purposeful miss that he takes and just puts up a layup for himself. He he had that alpha mentality when he was playing on the court the, uh, last night. Like He looks like he could be a very important big man piece for the team, especially because Enoch Bache and uh, Marcus Bagley were not playing for the team last night. And Duke Brennan in their absence was just an absolute force. Uh, you also had a really, really good performance from Austin Nunez, who is also proving himself to be a pretty good sixth man for the team, averaging five points per game, not including last night, where he put up 10, shooting four of seven for himself, including two of two deep. Austin Nunez feels like he could be like a secret weapon for Arizona State, and I'm really excited about him because he's been getting better with every game. He actually had eight points against Texas Southern, where he was three of six and two of four deep he's he's got that range for you and he feels like he can be a difference maker deep on the court and allow you to get those points when you're when you're starting to get yourself into a little bit of a divot and need to get need to get those threes he feels like that guy he feels like he can be your best shooter as far as three point shots go i believe he has made the most now he's up there he will have made five dj horn after last night will still be leading the team with seven but yeah austin nunez has been a very very good player for you uh devin cambridge complete game changer as well defensively so smart so talented so big and physical i love what he's been able to do desmond cambridge had himself a solid performance as well, going 5 of 10 shooting, 0 for 3 deep, but you know when you're going 5 of 7 for everything inside, I'll be happy with that. You just wish he could have made his one free throw opportunity. But Desmond Cambridge as well has also been a very important piece for Arizona State. He was one of the guys I anticipated would be one of the most important pieces for Arizona State coming into the season. That hasn't necessarily been the chance so far as he's just not been shooting as well as you would like to see. But this was a very strong performance for him. Not deep, but everywhere else. He looked really good. Frankie Collins, can't say enough about him. Alonzo Gaffney and Luther Muhammad made some appearances as well. They didn't do anything in the score sheet. Uh, both of them going 0 for 2 for Gaffney and 0 for 3. For Muhammad, both also were over one on deep shots. Overall, pretty, pretty good performance for Arizona State Sun Devils basketball. You have to be pretty happy with what you were able to see out of these guys against VCU. And now moving forward, we'll go ahead and continue this conversation in just one moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys once again about our good friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source 
for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball and esports and soccer and more, they've got it at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. One more time before we close out, make sure you guys check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. Available in the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what I would like to see from Arizona State tonight against Michigan. Because Michigan is the number 20 team in the nation. I believe they are 4-0. They will be 3-0? No, they're 4-0. They're 3-0. They're 3-0, excuse me. But it's a, it's a high-scoring Michigan team. It's a very, very high-scoring Michigan team. And they're going to be running into a very low-scoring defense for the Sun Devils. Now, admittedly, the Sun Devils haven't played a Michigan yet. The VCU is the best team that they've played this year, but they still were able to hold VCU, who routinely makes the bracket, to 59 points. So you definitely will take that. But when you're playing this Michigan team, again, is a very high-scoring team. They've got a kid who's averaging uh, almost 27 points a game right now on Hunter Dickinson. The dude is absolutely going to be playing in the NBA one one day. Seven foot one, 260 pound center. That's going to be a big matchup for Warren Washington. And I'm not sure that you're going to be able to come up with a game plan to stop him. But there's a lot of really good shooters for this team. You're just going to need to find a way to limit what they want to do deep. The good news, this isn't a great deep shooting team. They're shooting 28% uh, from deep. They got a couple guys who can make some noise from deep, but I feel pretty confident that what we've seen so far out of Arizona State in four games, that you should be able to take away those opportunities and force everything else in front of you and then just play tough in the paint. But when you've got a guy like Hunter Dickinson, that's going to be incredibly difficult to try and contain him you're pretty much going to have to hope to contain him because there's no stopping him. He's going to get his points. He's going to get his fouls, all that good stuff. So try your best to take away everything else, force everything into the paint where I feel like you can potentially play some very physical basketball. I don't know if you're out physicaling this Michigan team though. For ASU to win, they just need to start hitting their shots there's so many of these plays where it goes up and it's the, oh, was almost there. And, you know, it's it, it's a typical tale of basketball is, you know, most of your shots, you wish it would go in kind of thing. Like, I'm not sitting here giving you brand new analysis, but I am telling you that you do need to clean up a lot more of those opportunities because a team like Michigan can bury you very, very quickly. And a team like Arizona State, which is not the best deep shooting team in the league. They are better than Michigan shooting 31.3% from deep, but you, you don't want to be burying yourself in that situation too often.
because if you do start to put yourself behind and force yourself to have to shoot to three in order to get back into the game, I really don't like your chances to be able to get in. So they got to find a way to keep these games close. That's how you're going to be able to beat Michigan. It's not going to be easy. I'm probably not going to be taking you to beat Michigan in this game either, but who knows? Maybe a little ASU magic. It'd be a huge start to the year though. And that's the last thing I want to close off this podcast with a win against Michigan and what it would mean. At no point last year were you above 500 for Arizona State. You are currently 3-1. and one. Should be 4 now, but you're not. But you're 3-1. and one. you got a huge opportunity here for a win against a ranked opponent. That is a very elusive thing for Arizona State Sun Devils basketball. That would be such a huge confidence booster for this team. For a team that is basically brand new, short of DJ Horn, because Marcus Bagley really just did not play last year. This is basically a brand new team compared to what you rolled out last year. And you already feel so much confidently better across the board as these Sun Devils compared to last year's Sun Devils. Getting a win against Michigan tomorrow night would be absolutely astronomical for your team. So go out of your way, play some big man bully ball, and pull off an upset. Because coming back home 4-1 and one, would just be astronomical. Again, like broken record. This would be huge for the fans too, though. You got to remember, this is a bad season for football. We're desperately looking for anything to have fun with, to distract ourselves with finals that are coming up. Having basketball as that outlet would give you exactly that. And it would give these students, these kids so much, so much energy to have fun, go out to desert financial arena, which can get very loud when it wants to win this game. This, you could start seeing some sold out stadiums at home. It would be huge for you. Let's go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, though. So thank you guys, as always, for making this your first listen of the day. Remember to check us out wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. But wherever that is, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36, and you can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I will see you guys tomorrow to talk about the ASU versus Michigan game. But until then, you keep it locked right here. Unlocked on some of